you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Hello, and welcome to Life Coaching Comedians Podcast. Here, there's no client confidentiality because it's funny. Today, I have a new client joining me by the name of Bubba McComb. Bubba really likes sandwiches and finds guilt in all pleasures. He was once shot, but rose again like Jesus and is now a rising star in the Phoenix comedy scene. You might have caught him at the Gold Rush Music Festival or on his awesome podcast, The Hella Tired Podcast. He hosts a weekly open mic with Tristan Bowling at the infamous Roman's Oasis in Goodyear, Arizona. And when he's not performing comedy, he's farming mushrooms. And ladies, don't be fooled by those luscious locks. They're actually attached to his hat. They're not real. I didn't tell you. But speaking of hats, you can cop one of his hats or some of his other merchandise by his clothing line, Vibe Cop. So without further ado, here's the inside scoop on our therapy session. Welcome, Baba. Hi. I've been waiting to get you in my room. Yeah, I've been waiting to come in your room. No puns intended, I hope. This is no, a professional pun intended. setting. Yeah, but you're the professional. That is true. You know, look at my shirt. I, uh, there's dog hair on it still. I apologize. And it's a, a very off color of black, and I knew what I was doing, and I still did it. It's okay. It doesn't bother me. I'm a cat lady. Okay, cool. Okay. Alright, no judgment here. So, uh, tell me, what brought you here today? Well... Honestly, it's just my inability to take care of myself. Um, I, I think things that I think are noble and true, and then I go to bed, and those thoughts become nightmares, and it really confuses me, and I just uh, would like to just kind of decompress, and I heard this is a good spot to do it. Okay, so I Very feel, comfortable. Like, feel like there was a lot right there that you just threw out. There's me. always a so, lot, yeah. So what would you like to start with? All right, well, so... I will absolutely reject any form of affection from um, a female, uh, and I think that I'm doing it because it's like, oh, I'm doing it for the better of them, you know? Okay. It's like, hey, I know what I turn into when this gets to a certain point, and it's not good for anybody, and I think I'm doing the right thing, and this is just one example, of course, doctor. Um, oh, remember, I'm not a doctor. Okay, 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 yeah. Call I me just, coach. Okay, all right, coach, um... I don't have any lotion. Sorry. Word association, coach and lotion. Mm-hmm. All right. So I say, you know, no, like, p- please no sometimes. And like, I think I'm doing a good thing. And I have a nightmare about them, like, cutting themselves because of rejection or killing me in my sleep or just like taking a really high level of, uh, like, you know, um, revenge for me. And that's, I don't know if that, and I don't think it's an ego inflation thing. 
Okay. I just think that uh, I'm really confused most of the time. Okay, well, first of all, let's back up just a little, just a little bit. You said that you're trying to protect them from what you would turn into in right. that relationship. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about that side of Bubba. Yeah, so I'm really um, transparent to the point where it's uh, if it's not reciprocated mm-hmm. fully, mm-hmm. I get really, um, what, you, what do you call it, like resentful mm. you know and then mm. like the whole like feeling of love makes me hold on to the relationship because it's mm. like well this is just how relationships go like this is love but it's just like i don't know man when people just say like oh, i love you for you and like everything's cool like i accept you and then six months down the road they want me to go to church and they want me to stop taking acid so are you saying you feel like these women that you've been in relationships in the past have hidden agendas like they accept you from the beginning but then they try to change you in a the- little trump-esque okay. if okay. i may uh-huh. yeah um really cool up front to certain people mm-hmm. but then bad for everyone you know mm-hmm. um yeah and it's nothing against women i don't have like, nothing like that just the ones that have shown me attention have mm-hmm. uh, eventually let and are you telling like. these women from the from the get-go, like, this is me, this is what you get, bitch, I'm not changing. Yes. And they're like, I love that about you. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. And then it just goes away. And then you're like, remember what I said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I feel really bad because they didn't tell me the truth. Mm. So I don't know why I carry that guilt for them, you know? But it's you like, I, I told you, though, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I have nightmares a lot about what that could turn into, and uh, it scares me. And so I don't take any medication. So why do you think that these women would be so revengeful? Was there an event that happened in your past where you watch just, a lot of horror movies? It's unstable. You're unstable. No, not me. Well, yes, but they... they the women are unstable. They've shown that they potentially have um, the ability to hurt me. And when are you they get mad seeing enough. this? When are you seeing this trait? Just in the midst of loving them, man. You know, they just like. You, uh, are you choosing to turn a blind eye, or no? I'm just turning because just, of that attachment, attachment to that feeling of love. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's um, if the correlation's there or not. But all I know is people don't love me for me. That's not true, Bubba. Hey, man, my mom barely. Yeah, that's about it. You know, everyone's like, nah, there's something is like not cool with me, with everyone. You know, there's something. So do you love yourself, Bubba? Yeah, most days I can say that, you know, mm-hmm. but most days I let people's opinions and um, their outlook about me mm-hmm. affect the way I feel about myself. So mm-hmm. sometimes I don't feel like I love myself, but for the most part I do. So yeah. you have some codependency going on then. With? With how you think about other people, how they think about you. That is codependency. Yeah, it's very infrequent, though. And meaning, I mostly just my parents. Like, I just don't want them to feel like they're mm-hmm. disappointed in me in mm-hmm. any sense of the matter just because mm-hmm. I'm not living a normal life or, like, you know, their life that they lived. It's just, like, I'm living pretty much completely the opposite. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to, like... Mm-hmm. You know, skew their perception of me. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that makes me feel like I am doing the wrong things because I don't have a job. And uh, <laughs> I need help all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. And when I do work, I don't get paid for it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But you're doing what you yep. love. 
Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and that's a first for me, which feels fantastic, and it makes all of the other shit way less hard to manage, honestly. Because I don't hate waking up going to the job that makes me hate my life. Exactly. It's a cycle that never ended, and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like better, but it still comes with all new problems. Exactly. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But the good thing is you're doing something that you love, and when you focus your passion on what you love, the money will come eventually. Yeah, that's what they say, but mm-hmm. you know, I might kill myself before then. Mm. It sounds like you know we need to work on some positive mantras. You know, I it's not it isn't coming from a place of negativity. It comes from a place of. Uh, mm. I don't want to be inconvenienced to that level, you know. Like I understand what you're I'm saying. I'm cool for now, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a point that it gets like ah, I tried, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't think it'll come. It's just it's possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that um, you know you're stuck in this negativity. But our minds are naturally going to think negative because of yeah. what's surrounding. There's lots of things that are going on behind the scenes that are negative that we don't even notice, you it's know. True. And so I it's think true. one thing like. Do you, do you do mantras in the morning every day? Like, Do you meditate? What are you doing no. to help yourself stay on a positive? Uh, I do have sort of a routine. So I wake up, um, I pat my bed, let my dog know I'm awake. He comes up, we cuddle, dude. I pet him, and I tell him I love him and stuff. And that's very awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, any other intentional meditation could bring that much happiness to me honestly so that's that i get up i get some coffee sometimes like we'll go to starbucks and we'll get a puppuccino mm-hmm. i'll get a coffee so we're both happy and uh go back to the house um for sure for sure roll a blunt uh that's that's probably like the most important part of the routine okay you know what i mean i have pretty pretty bad adhd or whatever the fuck you want to chalk it up to um, if you're a baby boomer, uh, whatever, dude, just, you know what I'm talking about? You know, mm-hmm. there's like a, a whole bunch of people that are just like, you know, I'm ADHD. It's just, you can't just, you just not raised right and you can't focus. It's like, nah, man, something goes on because I can't even fucking think about anything clearly until I smoke weed, which is counter to, um, what people think that don't know shit about weed. They're like, yeah. you smoke weed and you just get stupid and you can't focus, but it's like, nah. For some Smoke. people, it works like that. Right. It's, it's kind of like Adderall, you know? Like yeah. Some people take it to study. Well, that's the thing. I, no, I need to take it to calm the fuck down. Like, mm-hmm. if I smoke a sativa, I will have a panic attack. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. But, so yeah, I roll up some um, cheap indica weed and uh, smoke that, watch some great British baking show. Mm-hmm. Because um, that is just pure happiness, dude. Okay. So, I do a pretty good job of making sure I get a good start to my day, you okay. know? So... Is it okay if I give you some feedback, Bubba? Absolutely, as long as you don't call me by my real name. What's your real name? (laughs) Continue. (laughs) I see, okay. Hmm. Note taken. Alright, so I think it's great that um, you're starting your day off with love and appreciation with your pet. Yeah. That is a great start to the day. Um, Let me ask you, are you going, are you participating in um, the intake of caffeine on a daily basis? Yes. And have you ever thought about how that might actually contribute to your anxiety? (sighs) Yeah. um, Yeah, but like I've never, I feel like I've never like been 
drinking coffee, like when I drink coffee, it's usually in the start of the day in my comfy space or whatever, where anxiety doesn't really exist, mm-hmm. you know? And then what triggers my anxiety is inconvenience. Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't know if there's a phobia for being inconvenienced, but that is a phobia of mine, like whatever you want to call it. And I mean any inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Like if I forget something in my house and I'm just in my driveway, mm-hmm. I get so fucking pissed off that I have to go back in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's my fault. Did you but, have uh, like a very stable like childhood growing up where things were really orderly? Were you like on a schedule? Yeah, things were okay. Uh, really weird part about my childhood though, my uncle used to babysit us and like when I act up. Please don't tell me he touched you. Nah. Okay. But he used to make us do handstands up against the wall and take a pool stick to smack us three times all the time. But if we fell, if our arms fell, we'd start over. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a crazy six pack and a lot of scars by the time I was like 13. Um, but other than that, it's pretty normal childhood. That's really bizarre. Yeah. And what was the, I mean, what was that, what was the premise of that? Yeah, if I like woke him up when he was sleeping, handstand. He'd make you do a handstand. Up against the wall. You know, you know how like you practice them yeah. when you can't do it? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you got three. And I would just cry and like was my he snot would get in my or eyes. Was something or? No. That's I don't even know weird. if he was my real uncle, to be honest. I just, Such he watched us. a weird us. thing. Yeah, yeah. I and, wonder uh, if someone did that to him. Where did he get that idea? We didn't ask. It's so bizarre. It's kind of... They made me drink whole milk exclusively a lot. Are you lactose intolerant now? Yeah. Me too. Violently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I threw... The only... Like, the first time I found out I was lactose intolerant, I was in a one-on-one with my manager Mm -hmm. at State Farm, Mm -hmm. where people go to die. Mm -hmm. And uh, my stomach started hurting, and I was like, hey, man, my stomach hurts, and I just threw up all over his office. And I went and I had diarrhea and I had to go home. And like for three weeks, I had no idea what was happening to my body. Because I continued my routine. Yeah. Dutch Bros in the morning, which mm-hmm. if you are familiar, mm-hmm. is essentially two shots of espresso and like 24 ounces of creamer. And it's full cream. Heavy oh, cream. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you're not lactose intolerant, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. Get coconut milk when you mm-hmm. don't have to? Fucking psycho. No. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I had no idea what was going on. And I have, like, a holistic doctor, and he was just suggesting a whole bunch of stupid shit. And then eventually he was like, hey, uh, stop drinking dairy. And I stopped, and it got better. So okay. okay. that's that. Okay. So after taking that advice from your holistic yeah. doctor, did you have more credibility for his ideas? No, because uh, when I brought up that I smoked marijuana, he gave the most... 1964 advice I've ever heard in my life and then he admitted to not knowing anything about marijuana and that that makes him less credible so whatever uh, yeah I would think holistic doctors would be more come on yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. dude what the fuck are you even doing mm-hmm. he literally knew nothing about weed and mm-hmm. it's like medicinal properties it's like mm-hmm. fucking dude mm-hmm. shut the fuck up prescribed me Zoloft though one time that helped so oh, and he, that's not a holistic doctor what? Uh, no. Holistic tendencies? Maybe, maybe. Have you ever been to a naturopath before? No. That's like the ultimate holistic doctor. No, I just take mushrooms often and... Uh, you micro-dosing or... Yeah. Yeah, like not micro, but I'm not dosing. You know what I mean? Like a comfortable in-between. So, let me ask you something. Would you be open to trying to go caffeine-free for two to four weeks? I've done it. And... Uh, 
feels cool. Like, uh, you do have more energy when you don't rely on caffeine. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted coffee, period. Because it's a part of your routine. It's a routine. You thing. know what? I think it's like a comfort thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, yeah, there's no reason for me not to be drinking coffee. And I did. But now it's a financial thing. Like, I, if I get a Starbucks, it's like a day where I'm like, all right, something happened a couple mm-hmm. of days ago that allowed me to get $6 on a coffee. Mm-hmm. And today's that day, you know? Mm-hmm. But caffeine-free life, I don't know about that one. I, I like I like coffee. Decaf is an option, but, you know, it's like snorting, like, fake cocaine. Yeah. Like, you're... Just shut the fuck up and don't even drink coffee. Start juicing or something. Well, um, there's a couple other options that you can do for caffeine. Um, I'm actually on a non-caffeine kick right now. Um, well, coffee. I do drink green tea every morning. Okay. Um... A while back, when I was trying to go through some digestive issues that I was having, um, I was drinking something called um, shikari. Shikari. Shikari or shikari or something like that. Sounds pretty ancient. It's, um, it is. And it's actually um, a root plant, just like a tea. And it tastes just like coffee. In uh, Louisiana and in France, they actually make mm. a mix of it with coffee. Pretty untrustworthy group of people you just named. <laughs> Creoles and French people. What do you have against Creoles now? Hey, man, mm-hmm. listen. I worked with a dude from Lafayette, Louisiana, on the ambulance for, like, uh, an entire year. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's what I have against Creole people. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't gotta go into detail. If you know a Creole person, like someone that's real Creole, it's a real hit and miss. It's a real hit mm-hmm. and miss. There's no like, eh, he's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like me describing uh, their tendencies does nothing if you don't know someone from that area. And French people are just, uh, you know, Liars historically, mm-hmm. I feel like well, I'm not no context, and I don't. It comes from France or from hey. Louisiana. I'm just saying this is something that they do. They mix the two together, right? And who? I mean, can we trust it though? I've used it, and I right. trust it, which is why I'm bringing it up to you as your guided My coach. life coach. Okay, so I feel like we need to choose a path of least resistance. All right, I want to do a little exercise here. Yeah, but mm, okay. isn't the saying like choosing the path of the least resistance? Isn't it like a cop out though? You know. No, I mean? not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Because I've been making my life really hard for myself in just hopes that the payoffs higher. Mm-hmm. I, it's not. I have not seen the return, so mm-hmm. I'm really concerned about me having full faith in that mm-hmm. and acting on it. Uh, All right. Well, I'm. I'm. We're gonna do a little exercise to try to get you to relax a little right, bit. Should more, I close okay? my eyes? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna have you take this jade stone Ooh, here. Shit. Go ahead and rub it in your hands and get it. real comfortable with okay. it. Okay. Oh, my zipper's undone. Oh, that's okay. I wasn't looking. Sorry. I'll go ahead and uh, rub it together in your my hands. Hands are sweaty. And it's okay. It's okay. And just uh, start to feel it warm up and feel the energy in your hands. It just keeps. <laughs> go ahead and. Place the jade over your heart chakra or your um, your sternum. Well, it's, okay, but is my heart chakra not my heart? It's right over, literally right over your heart in between oh, in your so chest. So here? Um, well, your heart's actually in the center. I... Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then place both hands over it. And okay. I want you to take some deep breaths in and out. Now I want you to breathe in through your nose as deep as you can until you're 
Taking in all the air you possibly can. Breathe out with your mouth, let it out. Good, go ahead and do about three more of those. I shouldn't be getting aroused, right? Sometimes it can happen when you're passing energy through your body, and that's quite okay. You're in a safe place. Good. Just let your mouth open and let that air come out. And if a sound comes with it, this is a very serious matter here, Baba. Come on. I'm just happy to be here. Good, good. I'm just releasing I'm positive I'm energy. Is that what you want? No, I want you to breathe in positive. Fuck. Breathe in uh, positive energy. Oh, man, hold on. And breathe out all the negativity, the anxiety. Oh, into the nose. Fucking A, I can't even do this That's right. Okay. You got it. I haven't smoked today, man. That's okay. Oh my god, I'm doing it wrong still. It's okay. Breathe <laughs> There you go. Mm, very good. I can't do it. Let it out. Oh shit. Hold on. <clears throat> this is serious shit. Hold on. Pretend I'm not even here. I can't. You're right here. Just pretend. Who's pretending out here? It's what? That's how people get addicted to porn. Bubba, fuck. <laughs> Bubba, focus on the breathing. I'm trying, coach. Shit. Don't you? Don't this, you dare pass that negative energy this over to this. Is this in the wrong place, dude? Um, it's not working. Right here. Oh shit. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, my Feel nose. my positive energy. Good. Was that a good one? Yes. Okay. I back lifted off the chair. Now this time, I want you to breathe in, and when you breathe out, I want you to chant the mantra, oh my God. Yam, which opens up your oh heart God. chakra. Okay. Am I eating at a gay cafe so right now, breathe coach? in. Yum. Yum! Oh, is it a... Okay. Yum. Good. I was interpreting. I'm so sorry. Good. No speaking. Just breathing. Okay. Okay. Couple more. Couple more. Yum. <laughs> Yum. more focus and practice it will work right. in your favor do you think that mm. you could wake up in the morning and take a couple deep breaths and try this I could try yeah I could, I could give it an honest shot you already have the love happening with your dog right right and so I think this will amplify opening up your heart okay. to things right because I think I think you're a little reactive, so mm -hmm. to speak. You're used to your routine. Very. Which I'm the same way. I'm very used to my routine, and I understand where you're coming from when there's these inconveniences, and then you have to react. But yeah. being proactive, 
to being open to whatever life may throw your way, right? Yeah. And you can use these incidents as material. It's true. For your comedy, right? It's true. There's a lot. My life when is a joke. When you're opening up your... No, I mean... It's an ongoing joke. It's a sit. My life is a Netflix series. I think everyone's life is quote unquote a Pe- joke. People think that, but, but it's not. I don't want you to use it in a negative oh, sense. Not, okay, not, okay. Um, but I feel like if you're if you're open, if your heart is open to the things that might come your way, you're gonna be more success- susceptible to laugh at it rather than get right. angry about it, right? Yeah. There's anger going on inside of you a little bit, you know. Oh, always. Still. Yeah. Still. It's come a long way, but you exactly. It still resides, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it keeps one eye open always. So. You may not quite be ready for meditation, but deep breathing, focusing on breathing in the positive energy. Imagine white light. You're breathing in white light and you're breathing out all of that darkness. The thought of dying is almost orgasmic. When you bring up the white light... Yeah, you're right. That's going to help But the a lot. white light isn't just there when we pass into the next dimension. Right. It's there in our fantasies. It's it's here yeah. now. Right. You just have to see it. Yeah. But here's my concern. What if I start doing the mantra and my dog gets off the bed? He answers to you correctly, right? Yeah. You can do the breathings with him. Yeah, but if he gets off the bed, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to control him, you know what I mean? Why don't you start with the kisses and the hugs and the appreciation and then go into your deep breathing. Okay. That's okay. I do listen to the Slumber app every single night. Um, Is it like a binaural bed. beats type of thing? It's, a, it's like a storytelling mm. thing and uh, I'm absolutely obsessed with this one narrator. Her name is Abby Offer. And I can't even fall asleep to anyone. I tried to fall asleep to another woman's voice last night. I couldn't do it. Oh, that's I feel so like precious. I'm metaphorically married to her. Mm. I tried. And men's voices, connection. not a chance, mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. If a man is reading me a fucking story mm-hmm. with, and he's not British, mm-hmm. not having it. I mm-hmm. can't do it. It's mm-hmm. distracting and upsetting. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I listen to that every night. And the first three minutes is like a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Similar to this. Um. But you're doing that at the end of your day. Right. Yeah. Which I is good. really need a release. Well, that is good. But so you, I want you to start doing it in the morning, too. Fair. I feel like okay. that's a good thing to do. Yeah, okay. So I think that would be a good homework assignment for you. Don't call it that, but I'll do it. Self-work know? assignment. Better? Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Way less harsh. Goal. There we go. Spiritual goal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Okay. I like that one. Homework yeah. assignment. Because you're rebellious. No, it's just... Because you don't like school. Right. It's just school has turned into something that's just not that helpful. Mm. You know? Uh, but education. Very important. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is very important, but mm-hmm. the um, education system, totality, mm. not that tight right now. Not yeah. that cool. Mm-hmm. Very not important. Well, I mean, clearly, Bubba, there's... Lots of things that you need to work through, oh. and we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't cover it all today. There's not a chance. But I feel like if we work on this yeah. first, then we might be able to 
dive deeper into some of those other okay. things that are going on. Yeah. And who knows, maybe after you dive deep in this, some of those things that you were concerned about may just float away. Right? That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. So let's start with that. Let's start with the meditation and breathing in the morning after yeah. the appreciation and love and appreciation with your dog. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think pets are amazing because it's one place where we can get unconditional love. Yeah. But at the same time, we also need to find that love within ourselves. Yeah. We shouldn't be dependent on it. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. So I think the breathing and the meditation is going to help with that. The more that you're able to be alone and be at peace, right? See, that's where I'm most at peace, though. That is. Truthfully. I understand that. When I expose myself to people and mm-hmm. their. Mm-hmm. tendencies it's just like I can't mm-hmm. rely on people to mm-hmm. not piss me off mm-hmm. you know even mm-hmm. just on a minuscule level you know people not crossing in a crosswalk and you know they're close to one mm-hmm. I uh, will not slow down for them it's a hundred points no I mean like I won't like swerve to hit them but I will mm-hmm. you know no one's let me hit them yet but I uh very, very, um, not okay with being inconvenient. So maybe this will help and any help is needed. I think, um, yeah. And I get where you're coming from. And I remember once in my life, I was kind of in the same place as you. And it's like, eventually you'll, the more that you understand that you can't control what other people do, you can only control how you feel. Well, you can bind them completely and you can control what they do. You know, I guess you can't control how many times they blink. So they got some power still, but cl- butthole clenches, you can't control that, I don't think. What are those poppers that, like, loosen up your butthole? Like, can you still clench if you're high on those? Because that's the one way to take away power. I don't even know what poppers are. Poppers? Mm-mm. They're, like, you know, pretty popular uh, in, like, the anal community. Mm-hmm. Just loosen up your butthole. And, yeah, loosen uh, up your butthole. Like, it, like not... Well, that's a fuck... That's these, a, that's are a, these that, on Amazon? Uh, no, I don't think so. They don't loosen it up. They just... Your asshole's less likely to, like, contra- contract when mm. it's, like, stimulated. So mm. it's, like, easier to do that stuff. And it's, like, I wonder if you just kept someone on poppers if you could also take away the power to contract their anus. So mm. maybe you really could take, like, what they do completely... Now they could flex their fucking abs still, dude. You can't stop that internally either. Yeah, you can never take away full power unless they're dead, I guess, so don't do that. But, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't really control what people do, I guess. You're right. Interesting. Wow, so that's, uh, so, that, I, you learn something new every day. I thought yeah. that maybe you could. It just took a little bit of time thinking about that. You can't. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there listening to it and you're thinking about trying to control someone, you can't, right? No, you really so can't. So just don't. Don't try. I mean, we can use uh, manipulation and. Right. Things like that, but that takes so much of our energy. And it's hard to manipulate. It can smart be very people. hard. Yeah, exactly. There are people that are better at manipulation than you. Right. So rather than using your energy to try to control things, use your energy to control yourself. Do you that think make you better? White women are the most easily manipulated. No, I think white women are the most mastermind manipulators. Yeah. Well, you think that they they live on both extremes of the spectrum, like. In, like, large oh, numbers? Absolutely. I mean, 
Absolutely. Because, dude. There's, there's the, single white female, and then there's... Right, right. You know. Because I just think about... You know, I'm sure there's plenty of fucking, you know, examples, but, like, the Manson family type shit, they're almost all females, dude, and they were just down as fuck. And it's like, I don't know how much of that was manipulation. I'm sure there's a lot of it involved, but that's a, just a, a flock of white women that were just like, yeah, fuck it. And I just don't really hear about that anywhere else other than the uh, young white female community. And I just wonder if they're like, they just, are they really are, if it's like a genetic thing, if they're just, you know, dumber, not dumber, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Because that's a lot of people to just be down to kill people for just a guy that's small like that, you know? Not even really, like, tall and handsome, just a small, fucking short little psycho I think a lot of it has to do with either how they're raised, you know? Yeah. But anyway, we're getting off topic here. Sorry, yeah. We hear about you. This is a safe space. And these are the things I wonder about, you know? I I just want to be able to open up and... uh, I understand. I feel a little restricted now. I feel uncomfortable. But it's fine. No, don't feel restricted. I thought we were... That's fine. We're just, I don't want you to waste your time thinking about things that I'm just trying to navigate. aren't going to make you better. All right. You know, yeah. I'm yeah, that doesn't make me better, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Makes me sound maybe a little judgmental. Not at all. I don't. I don't think you <laughs> no, not at all. A, I don't think you come off as a judgmental person at all. I, I think you to. just. I I have this saying, you know. I don't judge. I wonder. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but there's also things that, you know, tell me if this is normal. I, I do judge um, constantly, but it's usually, like, visually. Mm-hmm. I know it's an unpopular thing, and this is not something I'm just trying to be funny about, but mm-hmm. there are things that you can wear yeah. that make me, like, there the chances of us being friends, like, real good friends, based off of what you look like, not having anything to do with ethnicity. I'm talking about just clothes selection Mm -hmm. is significantly lower than a lot of other people Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like it's it's okay to judge like that you know Mm -hmm. if someone's wearing a flat build cookie monster hat and a MMA tank top with Mm -hmm. cargo shorts and flip flops Mm -hmm. don't want you over yeah period prove Mm -hmm. me wrong that'd be cool but I'm not opening up to that guy you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not wrong no I don't think it's wrong I think people do that because they're a People are attracted to people that remind them of themselves. You know? Oh, yeah, man. That's, they they yeah. feel like if they see someone that looks like them, maybe okay. talks like them, or they have a style that they are envious of, then yeah. they're like, I want to be friends with that guy. Or doesn't scream, I'm a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You could be completely different from me, but mm-hmm. not look like, like, dude, this is, where did you go to, mm-hmm. like, where'd you get, who dressed this guy? Like, mm-hmm. Man. Have you ever uh, just been to Vegas and watched people oh, walk my. around? It's like a it's like a warp, a time warp. Do you? All right. I'm going to open I up a little bit I saw somewhat butterfly you, eclipse, and I was like, what? Yeah. Dude, I don't even gamble in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I don't drink in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I don't do shit. All I do when I go to Vegas is take acid and walk around and look at the lights and look at all the people, and you can almost know where their life currently is when you look into the face of some of these people <laughs> at these casinos. <laughs> they've been lost for a long time, and I don't know how long they've been in a casino for, but I feel like psychedelics make you very empathic, and it's or oh, make you yeah. think that you're mm-hmm. empathic, but mm-hmm. man, that is a... 
$10 extravaganza night in Las Vegas. It's one of my favorite things in the world. So yeah. if you guys are ever looking for um, a way to have a good time in Vegas and not spend a lot of money. And you don't even get hungry. Maybe that could be your business. <laughs> That's not a very profitable business, though, you know? It could be. Unless, like, I... You have a tour, right? You supply the drugs. Yeah. You take them to certain places. You can carry a little speaker with a microphone, and you can just start pointing people out. You know what, if I... take them on a fifth-dimensional tour. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That might be pretty cool. I don't have to sign waivers, though, you know? Oh, totally. Because, uh... I know a couple lawyers I can help you out. Okay, cool, cool, mm-hmm. yeah. If you're interested, um, don't, don't, don't DM me at all. I'm not interested in, in hosting that. Great business idea, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to be responsible for people's inability to handle psychedelics either, you know? Mm-hmm. I will abandon someone if they're having a bad trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't trip with people anymore, really. I'm just like, hey, figure that out, because you're a grown-up, mm-hmm. uh... And this is God telling me to shut up and stop being so judgmental. Did you feel that earthquake? No. You didn't feel the earthquake? No. All right, I'm going to chill out. Sorry, Lord. Are you on Dark psychedelics Lord. right now? No. I just. Earthquake. I really love the way your mind thinks. Yeah. If I wasn't your um, coach, I would love to do psychedelics with you and talk. Yeah. Um, on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, that being said, um, pretty fun. I think uh, okay, so we got a couple good things that you're gonna work on here. Yes, sorry. Um, okay, so the the breathing, the meditation. Um, are you gonna try to stick no caffeine for a little while? No. No, you're not gonna do that. No, but um, yeah, no, no, no buts, but okay. no. Okay. So I want you, since you're not gonna do the <laughs> caffeine thing, it's okay. I'm sorry. not gonna force you to do. I'm not gonna force you to do anything okay, cool, cool, that you cool. don't want to do. That you're not ready now, for. Now that is something you can control someone doing if you wanted to. No. Drinking caffeine. No, because I don't believe in I don't believe in forced. Therapy. Right, you don't have to believe in it, but it's possible. It is, but I'm not gonna do that. That's fine. I want you to be ready for each step. Well, Feel ready and challenged, right? right? I'm not gonna I force guess. you. How? Fucking there's no way I can force you. I don't even know where you live. I mean, anyway. Okay, since you're not going to avoid caffeine, I want you to maybe keep a journal of all the things that trigger your anxiety. Oh my god! Okay? All right. Maybe make a list. Okay. Yeah. And then on that list, I want you to find the things that you can control. For example. Let's say you like suspenseful movies, right? And when I watch suspenseful movies, my anxiety is like, I'm on the edge of my seat, you know? Does it, does it feel fun for you, though? Like, knowing that it's like a prov- provoked... It can, but if I'm in a prov- place in my life where my anxiety is starting to take over, I need to, I need to eliminate everything okay. and anything that is going to cause or trigger my anxiety. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that will be my, uh, my second self-work for you, okay? okay. So... The breathing in the morning, meditation, positive mantras, okay? And then yes. I want you to make a list. And when you make that list, you know, you don't have to come back on onto the show. We, you know, we can look at it over together and maybe pick out a couple things that you think that might work for you and do a process of elimination. It's a very nice way of telling me that you don't want me back here. No, I do want you Did back. Did the white woman manipulation part? No, 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 no. It's just I don't want you to think that you have to come back on this show to discuss it. I am here for you outside of this room, not just here, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, But I absolutely, I absolutely want you back. 
there's, cool. there's much work to be done. Yeah, I feel like this is where we're really chipping away. I feel like you like got the chisel and the hammer and like oh baby right before you hit it was, was like art next major. week on you know mm-hmm. it's like totally. fuck like where yeah. are we gonna there's is the cliff, rock gonna it's break? A it's a is this a dragon egg? Mm-hmm. What is, is it a totally okay cool. Before we go, Bubba, why don't we tell um, our subscribers how they can find you? Well, you can find me uh, on Instagram. Okay. Um, that's that's, I like that. I like Instagram okay. at uh, Bubba McComb. If you search it, it'll pop up usually. Okay. Cool. Um, or Sad Boy Shinobi with a B O I. Uh, you can go to bubbamacomb.com and email me. Awesome. Um, you can like keep up with my shows and my podcasts and stuff. And uh, yeah, if you like podcasts, which I assume you do, if you're listening to this wonderful um, show. Uh, Go find my podcast at the Hella Tired Podcast on all streaming platforms. It is a very good podcast. I well, am, thank you. I'm a subscriber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, if you'd like to find me physically, um, good luck, you know? Yeah. I'm a fucking fan of Menace out here. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, be sure to check out my website if you'd like to get some more information from Bubba yeah. or get in touch with him at uh, lifecoachingcomedians.com. <laughs> and remember, on Thursdays, we do therapy.